right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Essential part of your spiritual journey was found underneath of that bridge <laughs> um, between the legs of uh, an angry man. <laughs> I think a large part Very of your angry. spiritual journey, yeah, <laughs> angry, voracious, and voracious. Virile. <laughs> Nobody ever mentions that in their statement, do they? They don't go, well, I was sucking a lot of dicks. And then I, maybe Milo did. Yada, Nobody yada, really yada, mentions that I stuff. Christ. Yeah, they just kind of go through it, and they don't really stall on the parts that were the most sinful. So, you know? what's the deal with him? Is he back in politics now, then, or what? Yeah, he is. He's in the. Uh, I don't fucking know. He's working with Fuentes and uh, the Groypist faction. Yeah, what? What is that? Somebody do some research on what the hell those people call themselves. Well, yeah, the I think Fuentes they still call themselves groypers, don't they? It's kind of an outdated <laughs> term on the internet at this point, but yeah, I thought groyper was more of a like a personal choice. That could be. No, I thought it was just a label for the uh, Fuentesian well, faction. Is that they're really called the groyper? Yeah. So anyway, they're back. Milo's back. Milo's in the background. You know, that's the thing. He's in the background. He's he's, he's more serious because he's you know, actually Jewish. It's almost yes. Kevin Spacey like, one minute. isn't it? We're one minute in. Yeah, cuz his whole in, spot got blown up. He did his little act of contrition, ran away from public life, and now he's pulling strings in the background again all of a sudden. He yeah. is the Kevin Spacey of the E right, and I'll stand by that one. Yes, I think that's fair. Um, so he's back. They're all coming back. You saw Lauren Southern was back. Is she back or is, was that just kind of a one-off thing? And then she goes back to being a trad wife. She's back because we're all back. We're back. Are we? This is when we, yeah, it's 2018 again, Mm. 2018. The year of our Lord. Crowder. 2018. Yeah, you see, remember all those names that came up? Um, Tim Pool. Tim, Timothy Pool. Yeah, there's lots Where's of people. Where's Thomas Wichter? I want Wichter back. I want yeah, Wichter I, back. I, I want him back. The earlies on the internet remember Thomas Wichter, dude. Yeah. I don't know where Thomas Wichter came out of. Maybe he's also from Fora, like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But wherever that guy came from and went to, I don't know. He's like Methuselah. He looks like Do you remember Wichter? Aaron, do you remember Wichter? Oh, yeah. The body camel commandos. Thomas Wichter. Anybody ever do a a news article about that guy? Oh, man, they should have. We got to look into this. We We have to go over the line... 
at some point to look into like the Wichter thing. Um, Listeners, if any of you know what happened to Thomas Wichter, please at TLE pause directly. Yeah, it, does he have a Substack? I don't imagine a guy like that stops writing unless he was like, unless it was like a a BAP side project or one of those things. Oh, I suppose that's even or, possible. Or unless he had like yeah. a real mental break and not just a Twitter mental break. You think he blew was, his? You think Thomas Victor blew his brains out? Yeah, or he's just fried out of it. Yeah, going to Burning Man. To try and rediscover Oh my himself. god, I found his LinkedIn page. Thomas Wigger's LinkedIn page? Yes, it says oh, he has qualifications. Well, let's Holy see. shit, he's right there. Field representative for researchers, 1991 to 1993. Uh, contributing editor, bass player magazine, and now writer from 1992 to present. I write, duh. That's the description. Oh. Author of seven books. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't know he had books. We got to do more. I'm telling. All right. You know, Pete does those podcasts where he'll, he'll go. Well, Aaron, you know very well. It seems like it's almost like the other show you do. Um, <laughs> we got to get a Wichter book and just jam through it. And like stylishly, like maybe we play some jazz in the background. Hell you yeah. Know, we do some voices. Because I think that's how Wichter needs to be read. Do you think Wichter knows he's a genius? I think I he think used he to talk like he knew he was a genius. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like that he was part of his whole hubris. stick. He was like that cat turd asshole talking about how he's the greatest thing ever and how oh. we're all idiots for not seeing the invisible Saudi commando. Who's cat? Is cat turd the guy who runs the dating sh- the dating app? I don't even know what his bit is, but apparently he's the biggest account still alive on MAGA Twitter. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be the same guy who just came out with that extremely right wing beer. Remember, did you see the extremely right wing beer uh, commercials? The guys that immediately lost their distributor as soon as they started marketing it. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they literally wow. can't get in stores because no distributor will take them. I think this is Catter. I'm not sure. I remember somebody linking it, but uh, let me see. You, you might hear yourself um, repeat, so just bear with me. Sure, sure. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. And then there's just the ultra-right beer logo as he triumphantly Buy yours online in 42 states at ultra-right-beer. 42 states. Do we want to take a bet on what the eight states that are excluded from production (laughs) could possibly be? You know, 
if conservatives were serious about their own stated intellectual values, they would only be going to microbreweries anyways. Apparently the beer is the beer is being made at a Goose Island brewery factory in Chicago. No shit, they got Goose Island to brew for them. Yeah, which I like Goose Island, so Yeah, they're not bad. I got to buy a can. You have to have one can of ultra-right beer in Just the house. Just to anchor it in reality so you know what happened. You could saw the top off and put a candle into it. Yeah. And then you could, you could just do some other stuff with it. Do a little arts and crafts thing with your ultra-right beer. And it's a lager. Let's look into them. Because I'm looking for... Fellas, I've been considering an Aaron. You're going to probably... Uh, vibe with this i've been considering my investment options oh yeah yeah and i'm really looking for that next big i'm looking to be the shark to somebody's tank if you will (laughs) i'm looking to be the shark to somebody's tank so So here's the thing. They reviewed it on untapped, and I don't know what kind of lib uh, uh, echo chamber this is. However, they rated it out of 126 unique ratings. Uh, They've rated it a 1.4 out of 5. Well, in their defense, what domestic is going to score better than that anyways, though, right? Um... Keep it. Take this with a grain of salt because the description of the beer on the Untapped website is a new American light beer, perfect for scared white males that don't understand that the word woke simply means having empathy and understanding for historically marginalized peoples. Good so I'm, God! I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say that this the website is perhaps you know our guys. Um, but they describe it as bitter, salty, also tasteless. So I'm not really sure what's going on. Well, on so this is website. it bitter or tasteless? Are they are they are they being canceled right before our so eyes? Is ultra right beer being canceled before our freaking eyes? Smothered in smothered in the uh, cradle. Oh my gosh. These guys can't get a break. I'm looking at all of the different review websites. Crapped. Dumb. 81 ratings rates it a 1.2. Blah. This is bad. This is ultra the right. free market we're staring at. Well, this is the thing. You can't make an, a light beer on for the right. No. It's, a st- it's an anti-right concept. A diet well, beer. You can make a conservative light beer, though. That's true. You maybe can't make a right-wing light beer, but you can make a light beer for conservatives. It's, like, yeah, I, that's true. It is called the ultra-right beer, though, so that's a... That's, yeah. Yeah, but that's because conservatives think they're right-wingers. That's just poor marketing. You can have a conservative light beer? Yeah. Yeah, I Explain mean, yourself. That's exactly right, Aaron, and that's exactly what I was about to say, too. Like, Bush Light commands respect. Go to Florabama, 
Look at all of the boomers who probably self-identify as patriotic conservatives, and they're all drinking Bush Light. There's Is Bush Light any that. good? I've never drank drunken yeah, Bush Light. It's a domestic I mean, beer. You know what it's going to be. If you've had one, you've had them all. In, in 15 years, it's going to be good for me. Like basically like a spicy lemonade. It's not very good. I don't know. <laughs> I'd drink a spicy lemonade, though. That sounds fun. That does sound good. Well, I didn't. Oh, Michelob Ultra Superior Light Beer also is yeah. another one. Yep, Natty Mick Ultra's is a good one. Okay. Um, I've been known to drink I didn't a Mick Ultra that. while podcasting. Yep. What's the appeal to you of a light beer? Uh, you can just drink 30 of them um, without being drunk. Okay. Y'all are thirsty guys. <laughs> you fellas are very thirsty. Yeah, sometimes I want to hydrate and also taste beer a little bit. <laughs> very thirsty. I like it. I like it. So what do we think about the chances for Dad's Ultra Right Beer? No, they, they it's it's already a saturated market. Including and, right wing anything in your marketing is a death sentence. And for the life of me, I don't know why the grifters keep trying it. Soaked in cum. Yeah. Oversaturated in An cum. explicitly right wing beer. Anything yeah, like you said, pause, anything explicitly right wing. I mean they could have marketed as something else like, you know, fun beer or um, patriotic beer, uh, like, like Bud Light used to do, and they but were doing even great. those words are still going to get you canceled. This is not you got to prove in your actions you're a right winger. You cannot prove it with your words because that is the death of you. Well, their beer. actions would be something along the lines of paying lip service to we don't participate in DEI. You know, our 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 board is composed of all fifty year old males. And they white, all got white beer males. guts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know what to say. This guy is not Cat Turd. This is a different guy whose name is Seth Weathers. If someone wants to do a early life on the last name Weathers, um, yeah. go ahead. Have a good one. I'll let it slide. Um, I'll let my guard down. So let's. I'm on the order now page. You can get a six pack a six pack for twenty dollars. Jesus, that's asking a lot. Only a hundred and ten calories of beer. Mm, I'm gonna stick with uh, my Mick Ultras. Hundred percent made in Northern Illinois. Here's what it says. <laughs> no, that's perfect. They have to say Northern Illinois. Because if they say Chicago, their own fucking audience is going to be done with them in seconds. <laughs> that is awesome. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. He read the beer description script as the commercial script? Apparently. God this is amateur hour. It's a straight up drift. Yeah. They That's got official lazy. merch. They got official merch. They have a shirt, a frosted beer glass. Now, I think the beer glass gets you way more mileage than a can. I might actually order I have beer, this glasses beer glass. frosting in my freezer right now. Oh, very nice. It's implicitly right wing. It's very nice. It's very nice. And they have a hat that just says ultra right on it. 
<laughs> you know, if that's your thing, that's why I'm you put on a list. My, my town hat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they have a, a shirt that looks like a police, like a gay police officer's shirt. It's like a right. style of a, a po- Ralph Lauren polo, and it says "Ultra Right" on it, in where the where the horse should be. A classic piece that never goes out of style. This Port Authority embroidered polo has it all. Get one for yourself and watch how it truly changes your outfit game. They didn't even, this is from, chat. hey, ChatGPT, write me a description. This guy launched this company in four hours. I want to know well, where yeah. this beer is at on the JQ. What's this? Well, didn't, well that's what I was saying What's this beer before. manufacturer's opinion on it? Oh, oh, I see. Um, we can contact him. You want He's him? got an email address, Ugh. dad at ultraRightBeer.com. Dad at ultraRightBeer.com. Do they have a Twitter? Yes, Seth Weathers. Seth Weathers. All right. I'm Once ask again, him a that's going to be dad at ultraRightBeer.com. Phone number seven seven zero eight four six eight zero two five. Any media inquiries or partnerships, contact those numbers or that address. Dad at ultrarightbeer.com. Okay? I hope everybody understands. Because this is because I am looking, as I said. For a sponsor. You know what? If you can get a beer mug for each of us, we can absolutely do plugs for them. I could use some well, free shit. I'm just letting them know, that is the listeners, that this show is open to the possibility of a joint economic partnership with a principled... Uh, company that shares our values, <laughs> and that's that's great because as soon as that partnership is solidified, I'm going to start making five year plans. That I think we can be ultra right beers first sponsor, first reoccurring sponsor. I don't hear a lot of beers get advertised over Podcast Wave very often. Usually they have a gimmick like it's a vegan beer or it's a beer with uh, THC in it. Mm -hmm. Our gimmick is this beer, this beer takes us to war with Mexico. That's where this beer goes. And where that beer beer goes, we're going. well, Well, yes. We, yes, this is the beer for the frontiersmen. And I want 10% of your revenue to go towards supporting the war in Ukraine. Well, and by that, I, I mean would, to Russia. I'd be willing to crack. I'd be willing. I'm not willing necessarily to deal craft on the air, but I could be yeah. persuaded with a far lower percentage and to supporting Supporting Putin. A possible a possible arrangement for merchandise distribution uh, coordination. 
That I, I, we could, I we could I possibly because what is the most you know linear podcast ours? What's the farthest right beer? Theirs. Mm. You know the marketing makes itself. <laughs> the marketing makes itself. So I think we have a lot to it. So listeners, let Seth Weathers get. Dad at ultraripebeer.com, let, let him know that TLE is ready to do some fucking business. And make sure you put some fucking business so that this guy knows that we are not here to get jacked around. This is not a, a bit. If this guy doesn't come to the table with a good deal, then he should not sit down at the table. I want to be cashed in. With this Hell yeah. deal, Hell I want yeah. to be cashed in, and we can do a lot for him, and he can do a lot for us, and that's what. And further, I stipulate con- all contract negotiations for the purposes of uh, delivery to our board. Either someone was, will have to take minutes, or we're going to have to have it recorded because our board needs to know what was discussed. Do so, we have to get approval from them? No that that's that's a mandatory fiduciary responsibility. Yeah, that's a mandatory fiduciary. So we can't take a deal unless it's in the form of a podcast. Okay, Seth, if you're listening, if you if you've been bombarded in your inbox that I know is getting two hits a day, otherwise, <laughs> if you've been bombarded with fifty listeners and they're like cocksucker eighty eight and fungus twelve, and they all say TLE is ready to do some fucking business. If you've Googled TLE and you've gotten to page 19 on the Google search and you found Timeline Earth and you're listening hey. to this episode. So it might be relevant. He doesn't need to go to page 9 or 19, whatever you said. We are the third hit on Google under Timeline Earth. It goes to that website we don't use. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm that not kidding. Website. I use it to look up my own podcast sometimes instead of a podcatcher. <laughs> That's awesome. That podcast website page is just a... Uh, it's the foot sticking out of the desert. <laughs> but hey, oh, look man. at that, Mr. Right Wing Beer. Third from the top on Google, you get associated with us. I'll disclose my numbers to you, Mr. Seth. I'll disclose my numbers. And what I believe is that my numbers and your numbers will match. Our numbers will make sense together. My view count, my loyal listeners, your percentage. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. I want to do commercials for Ultra Ripe Beer because that commercial, Seth Weathers, was fucking gay. That commercial was a load of shit and garbage. And we can do way better commercials for you. We've done fake commercials, real commercials. Seth Weathers, if you aren't the biggest pussy on earth, you'll send me an email, bird at timelineearth.org. That's, the, that's it. That's it. We're going to move on. All right. I think I'm going to nominate for the first time a queen of the week. Oh, come on. It's over. Well, let's 
I didn't want to leave. The line is fallen. Woman spends 500 days alone in a cave. Beatriz Flamini might be the Michael Jordan of living in a cave. <laughs> she started her journey in a cave 70 meters below the earth in Granada, Spain. She was 48 years old at the time. When she finally exited her subterranean domain, she told the world through the newspaper El Mundo, the Earth, what had happened. She didn't have any sunlight or contact with human beings for 500 days. I didn't want to leave, she said. There wasn't a single bad moment, she says. For that statement alone, some say she's the most psychologically resilient. Others say she's figured it all out. Food and water were left with her, and they delivered new food, new water on a consistent basis. So this was all planned. She didn't bring all the food down there. There were people supporting her. Um, she wanted to see what would happen. She ended up exercising. Based. She ended up knitting. Based. She ended up painting. Based. She ended up exercising more. Very based. She ended up reading 60 books by headlamp. I guess they would send a book in also. Unless she brought 60 60. The only thing she brought in with her was 60 books. <laughs> she didn't have any food. She stopped counting the days sometime after 40. I feel like that wasn't very resilient. She had only felt, she said, that like she was underground for 160 to 170 days which is pretty fucking wild she experienced auditory hallucinations of an invasion occurring in the cave hmm she wrote it in a book she's releasing that's the cell i would buy the book queen of the week you know queen while of the week. you were reading that description of events to me I had some pretty severe deja vu. When did this happen? <laughs> I like the idea that you had the deja vu because this podcast is so boring. We've talked about this before. I think uh, it just happened. Um, she started the journey on the 21st of November, 2021. So it She just came out. Has there ever been another story like this? Um, that you know, somebody's it was, it gone into a cave. I believe the books it. by headlamp that triggered it. Uh, that's how. Well, that is how you would read books. It is. Maybe candlelight. Maybe candlelight. I don't know. Maybe it was nothing, but something about that story hit me with some pretty gnarly <laughs> deja vu. Do you? Are you thinking this is a fucking op, dude? I don't know about an op, but there's something. Just your going intuitions, on here. though. Yeah. You think See, something funky's going on? My mind, when she started having auditory hallucinations of an invasion, my mind immediately went to uh, she was grappling with demons. Oh, they're yeah. not down. Nothing's down there. You think there are things down there? I think there's things that can get in down there through your own head. Oh, okay. She brought them in. Brought those demons in. Do you Ego think she succeeded death. or do you think she lost her battle? Ooh, that's it a good question. It depends on how successful she is. 
We'll but see I if guess she this made is a deal. To read the book. We have to read the book. What's her name? Beatrice Flamini. Beatrice Flamini, if you want somebody to advertise this book for you, and if you're not the biggest pussy on earth, I gotta use that line again. <laughs> Send me an email. Birdatimelines.org. It's good. I, I we we haven't what what's interesting is we haven't had a lot of crazy news over the past uh however many days. Um one thing that I did find very interesting was one of my favorite accounts, an account that never ceases to please me, is Populism Updates. It's always yep. just a good account. So I'm going to post in the Zencaster chat this post. Apparently, New York City has finally filled the job listing for the Rat Czar. Turns out they've hired Kathleen Conradi, a former elementary school teacher turned anti-rat activist who plans to immediately launch a rat mitigation zone. <laughs> and look at her. She, she's built like a brick shithouse. Oh, yeah. She's got a low center of gravity. If someone told me badass rat czar and told me it was a woman, I would picture that person. Mm -hmm. and I would also picture her doing the rat cleanup herself. Barehanded. Mm -hmm. With a revolver. I wonder, I wonder how much of her strategy she's going to just rip directly from counterinsurgency strategies <laughs> from the early 2000s. <laughs> like, we're going to start off with the green zone, and then we're going to expand that circle until it encompasses the entirety of New York. It could she take hasn't... decades and billions of dollars, but your son's lives are worth it. Man, no, it's so going to be some Rambo shit, I'm telling you. Yeah, it could be, it, that could or very well be. Predator 1, and she's Arnold, and the legendary Rat King is the Predator. Really interesting, man. Um, Who's going to be Jesse Ventura? She hasn't, she hasn't <laughs> updated her LinkedIn page yet, but uh, it's easy to find her LinkedIn page, and... Just quickly, let's get a history of this woman. Just She seems like a delightful lad. Uh, after graduating with a Master's of Science in Urban Sustainability, she had a biology uh, bachelor's in uh, biology, um, she became a Office of Service Learning Coordinator, whatever that is. She goes on to work for the charter school system as a science teacher. For a little while. Becomes an elementary school educator. She's jumped around jobs a lot. Um, she was a discovery garden coordinator. Whatever that is. At the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. Oh that's a great garden. And then for seven years. Since seven years. Seven and a half actually. She's been working for the Department of Education. First as a sustainability manager. And then second as a director of space planning. That's what she does. And I'm reading this and I'm going, she never had a real job in her whole life. She, nope. She never worked a real job for more than four months of her whole life until seven years at the Department of Education. And, and I, you know, real. Is that even a real job? No, it's it's not. And also in New York, uh, Pete has said this many times. It's very true. About a third of all people in New York City work for the government in some way. So she's got to have a job somewhere. Um, 
So she's been appointed. You're probably wondering what's the what's the task. She's been appointed the rat czar. The rat czar's main job is obviously tackling the rat question. The rat question is the basic question. If you have a Harlem rat mitigation zone and an investment of $3.5 million per year, starting in the fiscal year 2023, how many years can you spend $3.5 million until the government runs out of money? And that's the question that Kathleen Conradi is going to answer for us. I Great. eagerly await what happens. Holy fuck. Okay, check this out. As part of today's announcement, launching the Harlem Rat Mitigation Zone means 19 full-time staff and 14 seasonal staff expected to exterminate, maintain, and clean public spaces to avoid the mischief of rats. What the hell? New equipment, new waste management, rat slabs, which is a rat mitigation tool used to harden earthen floors to prevent burrowing. They're high. Okay. They're hiring 25 people, 23 people, actually. 23 people plus Kathleen Conradi. There are 28 billion people that live in New York City. And then the public, the public, uh, I don't even know. Go, somebody find the mileage on the subway system. Good luck. How many cats are they hiring? Who's Kathleen Conradi? Who does, who does she know where she went, please create a government job for me? Now she's the rat czar for seven years because she's a loser. Who are the Conradis? I'm going to go and do their genealogy. I'll get back to you guys later on about their <laughs> genealogy know, and I'll check out this. I'm- really invested in my head canon here that she needs to be a Rambo type and this needs to be the birth of the New York City police state. Well, I mean her chopping a cigar and carrying a rat impaled on a Bowie knife. A giant rat. Yeah, it's like a Skaven-sized rat. Yes. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to look more into her because it just seems very suspicious. Uh, it just seems like a no-show job, like a government no-show job that they like built up a lot. Because there's no oversight on any of this shit, so who the fuck? Are there listed salaries? Are they taking applications for the rest of those jobs? Well, um... No, they're probably subbed out to pest control companies. Well, well it says full-time staff, but those might just be the bureaucrats and, and things like yeah. that. Those are the people um, managing contracts for actual pest control companies. Yeah, I don't, you know, honestly, I don't know. I, believe it or not, I'm I'm skeptical of the whole situation. They'll go down. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. They'll go down for a photo op in an affluent part and, like, throw down a tin cat or whatever, take a picture, and then go back to their Long Island house. Yeah. Work from home. Sure. Definitely, definitely. All right, look. We're going to move on. I, I want to nominate a possible king of the week. Okay. We'll consider this man's story. 
America's still a free country, right? I Victor mean, F. is a 74-year-old Trump supporter who lives in Palo Alto. He casually went about his business today, still sporting the red MAGA hat that prompted a loud confrontation with a woman at a Palo Alto Starbucks two days ago. This crazy woman came over, started raving at me. She turned to the rest of Starbucks. Hey, everybody, here's this racist here. He hates brown people. He's crazy. He's a, a Nazi and so forth. The woman, Rebecca Parker Mankey, then began taking photos and posting about it on her Facebook, saying she was going to shame him, get him fired. In fact, the opposite happened. People started harassing Parker Mankey's family and her employer, Griffin String Instruments, where she worked as an accountant. The store owner decided to fire her after he read her Facebook post. Victor wears a yarmulke underneath his MAGA hat. He is Jewish, and so to him, being called a Nazi is hurtful. People with an education should know better than to say stupid things like that. Yeah, there you go. So Victor F, I assume that's Friedman no. or something. <laughs> oh my goodness. Victor uh, F, I think, might it. have to be the king of the week, the silent majority uh, right there. Right oh. there. Right there. Are people before still you. wearing MAGA hats? He is. He is. That sounded like an elephant, Aaron. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's, uh, that's me a, putting down my recliner and my lazy boy. Taking a shit. Oh, wow. Your lazy boy is your lazy boy is one year old, and it's already making that noise. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta oil that thing up. Yeah, I mean, oh I my god. Enough, I've gained about forty pounds, so I'm really stress testing this. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Ugh. Yeah. So shout out to the. Um, I don't think I've got shout a better out to the real candidate. American. Yeah. Shout out to the real American. I mean, it's really is a uh, an amazing thing. Shout out to Dominion Voting Systems, who's going to get a major settlement from Fox News. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. You know, not what are they looking at today to by the uh, New York Times. Oh, friend of the show. How much are Dominion they Voting Systems. They're Dominion, but are they or are they not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aaron. What size check did you get, and why didn't you share it? <laughs> Are they our guys? <laughs> oh, defeated by I Joe Biden. I may or may not be a no. limited partner for Dominion Voting Systems, but... <laughs> this this is not... The point. This is not our guy. These guys are the cheaters, no, right? They're the right, devil. Right. They're the yeah. cheaters, yeah. Okay, Um. well, noted, noted. All right, fine, they're my guy. <laughs> Other strange things going on in New York... Apparently, two New York City residents have just been arrested on charges of operating a Chinese police station in Manhattan. Oh, I saw that finding uh, them. a couple months ago. That's old, right? Yeah. No, now, this can is Can we new. start doing that everywhere else that these exist, too? Yeah. Well, they're starting in New York because, like Aaron said, one happened before. Uh, there's, I think this is number three where they finally have cracked down on them. Chinese nationals Lu Jiangwang and Chen Jinping, uh-oh, a cousin, both in their 60s, were arrested in Manhattan on Monday for, con for conspiring to act as agents of China. That's, first of all, fellas, that's a real charge. And I just read that. So I'm going to have to I'm, go I'm back and delete nervous. some episodes. Yeah, I'm going to need to go back. <laughs> According to the New York Times... The outpost was conducting police operations without jurisdiction or approval and was part of a 100 Chinese operation 
uh, Chinese station operation around the world that have alarmed diplomats and intelligence officials. Yeah, but all they're doing is wrangling uh, non-compliant Chinese nationals. Well, they were just... Right, but you know Miles... You know Miles. Well, Guo because got Xi Jinping arrested. is a friend of the show, it does. That's a charge now. We can't even say that. Oh, all right. That's uh, a charge can, now. You could bleep that. Yeah, we're gonna have to because it's apparently it's a real federal charge. We've consp- I mean, it, uh, didn't we say that we would side with him if he went to war with this country? Like, isn't Look, that ch- you guys? Conspiring? Might we probably that. did. You can take me right <laughs> out of there. <laughs> You know, I don't mind the fact that they got to have, you know, their police bopping around. I don't mind it. But, you know, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't, it's not working. Have some class. Do it covertly. They, they arrested freaking Miles Guo, dude, which is really bad news because that's the guy who funds Steve Bannon. So if they arrest oh. that guy and he's gone, he can't fight the CCP anymore. He's gone. No money. We're fucked. Our paychecks are gone. Have we had any updates about their breakaway state in China yet? He's in hiding. Well, now he's not. But he was in hiding. So I don't know. I've got no information. Never gained any territory or released a constitution or anything. I don't think so. That guy's a psycho, though. But I don't know. I don't think so. I think he literally just funds War Room these days. He can't really do much else. That's enough, though. He's he's doing enough. It's true. It's true. It would have been such um, a cool thing to have happened, though, if that would have come to something. Yeah. Um. My next piece of news, George Santos. He's back in the news, and this is a personal recommendation from you, Paz. George Santos is introducing a vaccine bill named after Nicki Minaj. Honorarily, it's because Nicki Minaj's uh, cousin or something like that had a stroke. But I'm just really glad to see George Santos in the news consistently. He's a hero for me. Um, We've never had an official George Santos take on this show. Where are we at with George Santos? I know you're a huge fan, Aaron, so pause. Where are you at with Mr. George Santos? All I know about the guy, and I mean this seriously, all I know about him is that he keeps making libs mad, and they still haven't managed to get rid of him yet. Yeah. So I I don't even know what he's done other than bounce around between some extremely dumb scandals that might not even be scandals because I don't know the details of any of them. What has this guy actually done? Well, he basically lied about his whole career. and That's powerful, um, of course, though. And he got elected, and they are mad that somebody can lie and get elected. Except not actually. They're just mad that he got caught. That was okay. it. That he got caught. And, yeah. But I like him a lot because he basically just is like, yeah, I'm retarded and you're not and you can't kick me out. Yeah, I'm retarded. Yeah, I'm retarded. Like I've seen him like he'll take an interview and he'll go, yeah, I lied about that stuff. I uh, yeah, I don't I was never a lawyer. Uh, All right. Have a good one. And he walks away. (laughs) 
It's really good. It's really good. It really sticks it to the system. All right, I'm going to my congressional office now. Yeah. What do you think he does in there all day? Nothing else. Paper airplanes and stuff. He probably puts in work. You think he puts work in? I think he does, yeah. What do you think? What do you do? What would he do on a daily? I mean, I think as soon as they get into office, they start working on re-election. Can a representative be fired? It's hard to expel a member of Congress. Uh, he can How be fucking hilarious would it be if he got reelected? He won't though. Uh, oh, it would be great. But it's but it's but it would be it would be the most encouraging sign on the right wing yet is that they've realized that it's just a power thing. <laughs> That's it. Whoever gets in doesn't matter as long as they're doing the thing that you want. Doesn't matter what their yes. credentials are. Who cares? It's a button. It's a lever you pull. I think it's really great. And I, I, you know, I have emailed him to get him on the show. He's, he's not declined, let's say, but he's very busy. I'm sure he's very busy, but he's like the kind of politician who I really enjoy. Not because he's making a mockery of the system or anything, but just because the simplicity of it is gorgeous. It's a wonderful thing. It's very simple. All right. The final thing that I have on the docket for us to discuss is the neo-Nazi fight clubs that are popping up all over America. What? Uh, well, apparently Vice <laughs> did an expose okay. on a couple of active fight and fitness clubs where right-wingers are recruiting white nationalists. Check this out. That's it. So here's the thing. These two, and you know, I'm not, I don't know what their, what their thing is when they go home together, but these two fellas who wrote this article, they went underground and they pretended to be right-wingers. So they <laughs> basically, they went on Twitter and they put the N-word there a bunch and then idiot right-wingers do, went, fellow Trump supporters. And they sucked him on in. Well, it's 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 more than Trump supporters. It seems like it's more like near group. Oh. Um. So they they pulled they pulled people. This is what they say. They got they typed the N word out a bunch, uh, and then some. They get invited into a right wing group chat because they had a grouper picture and they said the N word a lot, and they said and they made statements that sounded intelligent, and that was all that was needed. They were invited to a couple of um, group chats, and in the group chats, they found that these just very nasty guys, these very nasty right-wing guys, are organizing, okay, they're organizing fight clubs. They're they're (laughs) flying around the country, they're punching one another in the face, but it's for the purposes of the Aryan race to do that. So, you know, that's like that's like almost as good as burning trash to save Ukraine. Now, the thing punch my face for the Aryan race. The thing was that the title of the article is neo-Nazi fight clubs are fat shaming men into white nationalism. Ah, so there's kind of a bit of a self own, if you will, in the title in that. 
it, you know, mm. the, the Vice News, when they show you the blurb of the person who wrote the article, it, it's really only a bust shot. So you don't really get a sense of their size, but something tells me that after these guys, these two guys were typing the N-word out a bunch, they got invited into one of these post-physique chats, and they yeah. posted physique, <laughs> and they got fat-shamed so much Ugh. that they decided that they had to improve themselves, and that's the part that's called white nationalism. And also they go around the country and they fight one another. And, and honestly, knowing a lot of like a lot of the most influential guys on the right, they probably fuck one another in the ass, too, at these no fight doubt. clubs. No doubt. Um, and, and they probably read a lot of uh, Marcus Aurelius and they finger one another and they probably have a great time, I guess. And um, these two gay, I mean, these two vice uh, journalists um, joined that. And that's maybe what they a found. little ashamed of how much they enjoyed themselves. I, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, I am noticing in 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 relation to this, uh, another good news story is unfortunately Vice News is located on the East Coast, but apparently on the West Coast, a six hundred mile long fault line at the bottom of the Pacific has just opened, and the potential for a mega earthquake. Uh, is very high. There's a site currently spewing hot lava 50 miles off the shoreline of Oregon, and it dips into the fault line called the Cascadia Subduction Zone. This geologic feature is capable of unleashing magnitude 9 earthquakes. This would cause a tsunami that would destroy the entire West Coast. Uh, it might also sink California into the sea. Um, and so, God willing, 2024... Donald Trump, California is out to sea. Um, that's what we're looking at. Focus on the magma chamber. We can end it here. Do you think we can manifest a fault, a fault collapse? <laughs> like, do you think we can think you about it? Remember that. Don't you? One of the most viral tweets of all time. Hakan, no. focus on the magma chamber. <laughs> no, I don't. I'll send that I to don't you remember right that. I've got a screenshot okay. of it. I think uh, this all just goes back to we need a tractor trailer full of fertilizer. To help the process? To help the process along? Well, I'll tell you what. The Pacific is a really long ocean, but if some sort of Chinese nuclear uh, submarine could get just close enough where it could launch a nuclear weapon at the fault line strategically and quickly enough, it might be very difficult to respond. And I'm just saying that if, if such a tragedy was to occur and California had to be geopolitically separated from the rest of the country, I think we'd be really fucking back. I think we would be super back. Not China, though. We, we don't like China now. We, we don't like China, but we recognize that China has a lot of heavy weaponry that could be useful to us, possibly. If a... Uh... If a German submarine or a British yeah. submarine could do it, that you're right. Or an Israeli submarine. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're right about that. Um, whatever can be done, I think will be good. How did you guys feel about the Dalai Lama uh, sucking tongues, fellas? A little uncomfortable. A little uncomfortable, huh? A little uncomfortable, huh? Yeah. I'd yeah. Put a put a bad taste on my tongue. He's been he's been quiet. So he's been rice. quiet. Yeah, he has been quiet. He's been quiet. And there's a blockade up 
in China. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. A Taiwan, rather. It's it's looking good. Things are looking good. I think we're getting estimates of, and tell me how you feel about this, 2025 for World War Three. How do you feel? That sounds about right. Actually, it's it's too far away to be plausible for me. I think if uh, if what if, if I anything said by twenty twenty five? Oh, by twenty twenty five. I mean, I think if anything, if anything's gonna pop off, it's gonna be within the next six months. Well, I'm not ready for that. Well, <laughs> I'm not prepared well, for that. Does it matter what any of us are ready for? The world's already hell. Let's get it going. Come on. What if it, what, what if it's the day before you're confirmed, Aaron? And right as you're about to take your right as you're about to be confirmed, a nuclear bomb lands directly well, on you. That's funny because the day I'm the day before I'm confirmed uh, is my baptism in first communion. <laughs> so you're really trying to chug to that finish line. You you, yeah, you better I, hope yeah. this doesn't pop off in the next few I, days. I, I was too busy for in Easter uh, looking at fat lat- Latina asses in Costa Rica the la- to get <laughs> the to last, get baptized on Easter. The last time, oh yeah, your vacation, yeah, Hannibal, Missouri was where Car and I went. It was a lovely time. Yeah, um, I love taking our mid uh, our early early April first vacation of the year. I, I, I love. I that. hope you expensed everything to the TLE account. Is that a thing? Uh, pause. There was a. It was a thing. Um, we're, yeah, it was a thing. All Congrats. I'm gonna say is the board is not gonna be pleased with the with the with the bill that's coming in. Yeah, the financial report to our investors. <laughs> uh, payouts are gonna be a little later than anticipated. Sorry. Yeah, and a little lower. So and a little lower, but they figured that out by now. <laughs> they figured out I'm that sure. the payoff, the payoff keeps getting lower and lower, progressively. All I right. had a uh, philosophical conversation with a couple plumbers on the job site the other day. Um, oh, lovely! And I'll, I'll I'll throw this out to the to the audience: Is it gay to suck a dick while whilst yeah. you're fucking a pussy? Yes. Or does it cancel each other out? Yes. I mean, so you're are you like a one drop rule kind of guy? Yeah, I am absolutely. Yeah, I'm a binary thinker. Yeah, there's a switch and another switch. All right, that's I'm I'm with you there. But uh, surprising amount of tradesmen say uh, no. That's you know it, well, it cancels each other out. That what you know really? You know mm-hmm. we are. I just got to say, fellas, that you know the common man shouldn't even have to ask these questions okay this is something that just is something we had answers to for 40,000 years and now we don't have answers to them anymore and the guys at the job site listen gen, gen zers well that's why that's because your it, problem yeah. right there it's the gayest generation of all it's time it's gonna cause a population collapse no this it's was two gen zers that said that said not gay, and then oh, one wait, Gen Zer saying gay. Huh. Yeah, that but that checks out. I'm not surprised by yeah. that at all. You think that's representative of the total proportion? I absolutely do. I think, yeah, I, I think two-thirds yes. of the yes. Zoomers are completely mentally deranged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. 
Just just fucking brain scrambled by porn. That had nothing to do with porn. No, it's got something to do no? with it's got something to do with social media. More of a social mm. media hypnotism thing. Yeah, porn ruined the generations ago. Generations ago, ruined everything. It's and not a new ruin. I'll, I'll throw this question out to you guys. Have either of you heard of the term repressive desublimation? No. Oh boy. Nope. No. Yep. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to come up with a good Marcuse post because, as oh, you know, boy. on my other show, we did a little yeah. reading of uh, Herbert Marcuse talking about repressive tolerance. Oh, so is it Marcuse, not Marcuse? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, I'm, it's, it's whatever it's you want it to be. Yeah, that's so true, Paz. That's Our so American observant. birthright is we can say your name however we however, want. How the fuck ever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will. And I have. Who's the other guy I, I, I mispronounced? Oh, fuck. All of them. Oh, it was yeah, the other bro. philosopher. Yeah. I forget. But uh, yeah, repressive, great de- for radio. repressive desublimation. So what's this even mean then? So repressive desublimation and bird, I think you hit on it once. And that's what kind of got it in my brain is uh, the idea that any critique of the current system inevitably ends up reinforcing it through commodification. That kind of sounds like cope, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, it's the hot topic Che Guevara shirt that you buy for $30 and is made for two in a Chinese sweatshop. Well, the thing with Che Guevara is he's cool as fuck, and that's a great picture. He is cool as fuck. He did kill a lot of homos. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... Yes. It's, remember when Donald Trump says it's the enemy domestic who's the number one problem? He's mm-hmm. right about that. It doesn't matter what happens in other countries. The over They say it does... But they not they're not gonna go marching for a, a a genocide in Rwanda or whatever. They're not gonna go marching. But they'll go march for one guy, one scholar being killed for something. They'll march. It's it's the domestic thing. It's just mm. a matter of where they can get to. I um But would you agree with that overall tenant? Um, I, I, no, I, yes, no, I don't, uh, it happens sometimes. It doesn't happen every time. Why was it? Why did, did, aren't there more Ho Chi Minh shirts? You know, I, I don't know why it explains some things, but not others. At the end of the day, it's because this sort of stuff's deranged anyways. I mean, wouldn't yeah. it be nice if we just lived in a nice, pleasant place and didn't have to think about or worship these psychos? I just yes. want a grill. I agree. I agree. I agree. And one day, do you think one day grilling will be taken over by the left? They made our beer woke, and they're coming for your Weber next. Yeah, oh, Stone oh. Toss already kind of hit on that with the I just want a grill, and then he looks at the burger, and it's a bug burger. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Yeah, the bug thing is, so Tucker Carlson just released his that new series about eating bugs. It's becoming a thing again, the bug thing. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Chitin or Chitinate or something. Uh, 
Yeah. Basically, uh, like anthropod shell grindings that they're that they're putting in as a preservative for a bunch of shit now. Anthro- you have to like you have to actually like look out for it. Anthropod cell uh, lining. It's delicious. It's good. It's uh, I I I um I don't like it at all. I think it's really gross and creepy, and uh, I think they're doing it because lizards need to eat. So I think they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know, like everything else, it's uh, just a rubbing your face in it kind of thing. Yeah, and they uh, will keep doing it. Did you ever uh, read um, the fourth industrial? Uh, is it the fourth industrial revolution, uh, or the fifth? The uh, Klaus Schwab book. I didn't read his book. No. Um, it's it's you should. It's a good book. <laughs> it's. It's uh, he's just very honest about what he wants. Yeah, um, that's that's what I've heard. It, he tells you exactly what's he really what, what he, he wants really to do. believes it because he really so believes a it. recurring guest and I have been going through the latest WEF report on Scarlet Thread Society, uh, and they really do lay it all out right there. They're they not really lying or hiding anything. No, 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 no. They really believe in it. They really believe it's the right thing to do. Um, yeah, so it's it's good to read that stuff. You probably I wanted to do it as a subject for an episode of for your podcast, <laughs> uh, Aaron, uh, one day. So, um, yeah. Alrighty, let's wrap it up there. Thank you, fellas, for joining me. Um, Aaron, I need to know how many hands are supposed to be kept on the wheel because if I say his catchphrase, I burst into flames. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you need to keep two hands on the wheel. <laughs>